You're watching KCMI TV. Well, thank you for joining me. And uh, I want to talk to you today about something that maybe you've not thought about. But um, when yeah, it's in Isaiah, the Lord says, he said, my ways are not your ways. And uh, one of the big problems that we have as believers is we want to pull God out of his dimension and make him live by our rules and our laws. And he said, he said, I don't live like that. I don't think like that. I don't operate like that. And so um, when you go back to the Bible, uh, it deals with, with time or it deals with seasons. There's two words that are used. One is chronos and one is kairos. And chronos is, we get it from the word chrono chronology. Um, it, it deals with it deals with time as we know it, it can be uh, seconds, minutes, hours, days, uh, weeks, months, years, millenniums. But that's what Chronos deals with. We it's it's time that is broken down into increments. Uh, but with God, because God lives in the eternal realm, the eternal literally means uh, that. It has no ending. And so uh, when you read about in Revelations, it talks about um, when the Lord comes back and there's a new heaven, <clears throat> excuse me, and a new earth, it says, and time shall be no more. So the only reason that, that time exists is because Adam stepped out of the eternal in the Garden of Eden and he stepped over into the natural by leaving his spirit realm and living in his soul realm. And so the spirit, which would be Kairos, and the soul realm being Kronos, the soul realm lives more in the realm of man's timing and the spirit man lives in the realm of God's timing. And so um, when Paul was speaking to Timothy, this is in, 2 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 2. Uh, I want to just pull out part of this verse. He told Timothy, he said, be instant in season and out of season. And uh, the word season here is not chronos, but it's kairos. And what Paul was telling Timothy, he said, you need to always be ready. Live like it's going to happen at any second. And see, a lot of a lot of believers, this is why they don't have great victory in their life, is because um, they're, they vacillate. You know, you find them one month, you meet them, and they're on fire for God, and then you meet them again two weeks later, a month later, and they're struggling, and they're depressed, and, and because they don't live in a state of readiness. And when, when God told Israel to leave, he said, I'm bringing you out of Egypt and uh, we're going to go into the land of Canaan, which was just a, about a nine to 11 day journey. He said, I want you to eat the Passover, but he said, I want you to eat it with the staff in your hand and your shoes on your feet. I want you to be prepared because you're getting ready to leave. And one verse talks about the coming of the Lord. It says, we don't know the day nor the hour. This is why you have to live uh, 
in a state of, of a Kairos moment. And so um, I'll give you some, just some definitions uh, for, for Kairos. Uh, it, it literally means the appointed time in the purpose of God or the time when God acts. It is a passing instant when an opening appears which we must be driven through with the force if success is to be achieved. This is uh, the, the Greek definition. It means the right or the opportune moment or the supreme moment. And God will, and I, I've seen this in my own life, and I'm sure you have too, but uh, God will go, it seems like, forever. And nothing will happen and nothing moves. And then unexpectedly, out of the blue, God does something supreme and everything changes. That is a Kairos moment. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm thinking back at uh, what the Lord did for us on December 27, 2021. Uh, you know, you all know the story. We've pastored for years and did everything that I knew to try to help our church grow. And we never could seem to, to, to cross a certain barrier. And then in a time on Christmas, December, uh, two days after Christmas, it's snowing, there's ice on the road. Uh, nobody goes to church two days after Christmas. I told my wife, I said, we probably have one of the smallest crowds we've had all year. But we've been having prayer meetings for years. We have been declaring, I have been prophesying that God, and God would say, there's coming a day when if you don't get here early, there won't be room enough to find a seat in this house. And, and you know, I'm saying that to, to 85 people and two thirds of the building is empty and chairs empty. But see, God's ways are not our ways. And on December 27, 2021, we had a Kairos moment. It's where God supernaturally, without advertising, without being on TV, without a special guest, without a special day, it wasn't Easter, it wasn't Mother's Day, it wasn't um, a Christmas cantata, just an, an off Sunday. And I walk in and an hour before church starts, the building is packed, standing room only, people walking down icy roads, you say, well, why? Because God said that was the time for his purpose to begin to be fulfilled. And Kairos moments, see, we, and, and Kronos moments, we have time and, and we, we say this should happen at this time and then it'll happen at this time and then after so many months or whatever, and then this will happen, it's progressive. God's not progressive, he's creative. And God will wait. See, his, when he looks at what every, everything we're doing, he looks at our lives, he has appointed certain moments in our lives that are going to produce great fruit or the, 
why we were created will come to pass. And Kairos moments happen without warning. There are no indicators. In fact, it'll happen when Kronos is saying it can't happen. And all of a sudden, God will, will open up a dimension and he drives his purpose through. Um, in Acts, the seventh chapter, it talks about Moses, that he was born in a certain time. When you look up that word time there, it means he was born in a Kairos moment. Moses had uh, two siblings that were older than him, Marion and Aaron. But it wasn't time for Moses to be born because when you, when you read the, the history of Israel, remember the Bible talks about the Israelites in Egypt that the, uh, the king of Pharaoh, the Pharaoh said, um, they're more than us, they're mightier than us, and they're going to make us their slaves, and we're going to have to do something. And so the Egyptians, the Bible said, made Israel their slaves. Uh, first of all, God let that happen because they were so prosperous in Egypt that if Moses would have showed up at that time and said, it's time to leave, that he said, we like it here. We're not leaving. We're prosperous. We're blessed. And God had a different place for them. So the Lord allowed them to become slaves. And it wasn't until the last 80 years that Israel really went into slavery out of the 430. It was also when they went into slavery is when Moses was born. Moses was born a Kairos moment because God knew that 80 years from now he was going to come back and he was going to lead those people out of bondage, out of slavery. You never know when God's going to show up. This is why you got to stay prayed up. You got to be ready. Um, you know, you, you look at Saul of Tarsus who became Paul the apostle. He's headed, you know, to uh, persecute. He's on the road to Damascus. He's ready. He's, he's headed to kill Christians. And just like that, the Bible says that God shows up. It's a Kairos moment that forever defined Paul's life from that time on. Um, Mark 13 and 33 says, watch and pray for you know not when the time is. And that word time is not chronos, but it's kairos. This is, this is why um, you can't give up hope. This is why you have to always believe that God's going to do something supernatural because God, God can circumvent natural time. I give you an example. Remember the Old Testament when uh, Israel's went to battle and when uh, Moses would, would stand with his hands raised, the Bible says that Israel prevailed, but it said that he got tired and his hands went down, and when his hands went down, that uh, Israel uh, would, would lose. And so God would, would use 
when his hands raised, he stepped into a Kairos moment where when his hands were down, he went back into Kronos moment. Uh, remember in the scriptures, it says that I think it was Joshua that the sun begins to go down and they needed more time and God causes the sun to stand still. What he did was he stopped Kronos. Time literally stood still. And scientists say they can go back and they can see a couple of places where, the, where time stopped. One of them was this. God can make time stop for a Kairos moment to convene or to converge on you. Um, when uh, the, in Luke in 120, it talks about John the Baptist. He was born in a Kairos moment. And, uh, you know, in, in um, Romans, it's talking about that, that the Lord had said, I have 7,000 not bowed their knee to Baal. And he said, yet in this present time, there is a remnant. And that word present time means in this Kairos moment that I have a remnant. I'm telling you by the Spirit of the Lord that we as the people of God that have lived in the timing of man, but our spirit, hallelujah, has stayed. See, faith is the realm of the kairos. Faith is the realm of the eternal. Faith is where God can do the impossible. And even though our physical bodies and our natural lives are lived out according to, to time, a clock, our spirit man is not. And at any second, God, hallelujah, can loose uh, the, the spirit of the Lord. Um, I wrote this down. How we view and understand time determines whether we live in victory or defeat. If you believe that God is limited by time, minutes, hours, days, whatever, then you will wind up living in defeat. If you believe that God is not controlled by the laws of nature, but that at any second, hallelujah, he can do something just like that. I remember uh, without warning the first time that God ever moved on me prophetically. And it was after a year of not preaching and, and just, you know, I've been through some difficult times in my life. I never quit serving the Lord, never quit praying, but, but I had no openings for preaching. I had no unction. And then in a Kairos moment, I felt the spirit of prophecy come on me and begin. And it's never left. And it happens from time to time. I want to tell you today that you're getting ready to see God step into the kairos, hallelujah, and begin to cause things to happen overnight. I think it was Hosea that talks about, he says, the plowman shall overtake the reaper. In other words, that, that, ki that God will take the harvest and take it out of the natural laws of reproduction and stick it into the realm of the kairos, and what should happen over 
what law, what nature says could only happen over months. God says, no, watch this. I give you a good example of this because I was just I was just reading in Leviticus or in Numbers and the Lord, uh, you know, th there had been those that had risen up against Aaron and the priesthood and the Lord said, tell each of the leaders of Israel to bring their rod and Aaron will bring his and put it in the sanctuary. And he said, I'm going to show you who I honor. And the Bible said that Aaron took a rod, a piece of wood that was dead, put it in the presence, hallelujah, put it in the presence of God. And the Bible said that when they came in the next morning, now remember this, he's put in a dead stick the night before. When they come in the next morning, the Bible says that Aaron's rod has produced full, mature, ripe almonds. Impossible in the natural. And yet, in a Kairos moment, God caused something that was dead to produce sweet and beautiful fruit. Doesn't matter how long it's been. And listen, you're... You got a preacher talking to you that understands the Kairos moments of God because it's how it's always been with me. It's how it's been with our church. Uh, and boy, I tell you this, boy, this is strong in my spirit. You hear me by the spirit of the Lord. This nation is getting ready to see a Kairos moment of the Lord to intervene. And we say, well, there's so much evil and so much sin. It's going to take decades to reverse it. No. You watch what God does, that there is the, the timing of God, the Kairos hand of God is upon this nation, it's upon the church, it's upon you. And you're going to go to bed one night and wake up the next morning and find out, oh my, look what the Lord did, that he, he shortened the timing process. There are men and women that they were conceived in a Kairos moment and then it looks like God's forgotten them. That could be you. And then 20, 30, 40 years later, boom, just like that. God pulls them back into that moment and your life begins to produce the harvest of the Lord that in the natural people say it could not happen. So I, I wanna encourage you in God. Um, Kronos is quantitative, but Kairos is qualitative. Hallelujah. It produces something that has great quality in the spirit of the Lord. And so um, don't be moved. Some of you might be 60 years old and or 70 years saying, I'm still waiting, Pastor Ken. Well, I'm right there with you. And we know that God is a sovereign God, and he's not a man, hallelujah, that he's under the laws of time. And God is stepping out of the eternal into our realm, and he's going to force the kairos ability of the Lord to come into our dimension. So I want you to stay encouraged in the Lord. Uh, at any moment, any second, God is going to show up, and when he does, we'll be amazed. I love you. I'll see you next week.
For more information about Kent Christmas Ministries International or Regeneration Nashville, go to kentchristmas.org or regenerationnashville.org.